for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Clyde, and we are coming to you actually live in the same room with Nia Nichols. We're here in Memphis having a grand old time. Uh, we just hung out for a little bit, caught up, and uh, excited to sit down and chat with you some more. You know, it's it's that weird thing where it's like we sit down and we just have a casual off-the-record con- off conversation, and now it's like we're going to sit down and have a podcast, and it's like... Okay, let's gotta, yeah. gotta pretend that we didn't just talk about all this yeah. for like two hours. <laughs> and it's not even that, it's just because I was listening on my drive up here, I was listening to a podcast of uh, the Joe Rogan experience, mm-hmm. and they were having this conversation about how they've kind of found themselves in this. So he's got a group of friends, they all got podcasts, and they kind of found themselves in this weird circle where it's like they don't have off the record conversations anymore because it's everything's like oh that's a great point let's save it for the podcast <laughs> like everything's got to be for the podcast yeah. i'm like yeah let's not do that let's <laughs> let's have our off the records and then we'll figure out something to talk yeah. about on the podcast so how's uh how's everything going in memphis how's uh you've been here about a week at this right or a little less yeah than a, week. a little less than a week but it's it's been so much fun and obviously i came out here last july mm-hmm. and that was a longer trip i was here for about two weeks and then a week in nashville yeah. and i just wanted to come out as soon as possible and even if it was a shorter trip like this one is i wanted to see everyone again play some more gigs yeah. play the songwriter venues and even actually do a little photo shoot which is really cool like on beale street so yeah it's just been busy and it's been really fun nice that's awesome it's a it's great that the borders i guess are starting to open up and like without covid being such a big Mm. thing yeah that uh we're able to kind of get together and do this a little bit more frequently and you know obviously i've busted my knee up i was it was quite funny because when i was when we originally had the conversation back in what was it like february and Mm. you had just bought your tickets to come out to memphis and i'm like well if i don't see you in memphis I'll see you in the UK because yeah. I'll be there two weeks later. Famous last words. And then I go on vacation and I fracture my, essentially oh. fracture my knee. And then it's like, oh, dang. And, yeah. and like, had I known it was going to heal so fast, I would have tried to like still kept things going. But everybody was telling me like, no, it's going to be eight weeks for it to heal. But then there's going to be a whole recovery process after it because yeah are you getting like physiotherapy on it or something no i haven't gotten to that point yet it's um yeah and honestly i don't think i will like if i do it'll be just like for a short time because Mm. like i wasn't off my legs or off my feet or off my knee as much as i thought i was going to be like it was two weeks i was in a full like leg immobilizer like it kept my legs straight and all that stuff and i was in that for about two weeks and then it started falling apart because oh, it was uh cheaply made we'll put it that way <laughs> so it started falling apart uh-huh. i was like okay whatever took it off went to a new doctor he's like yeah you shouldn't be in that thing that's making things worse and i'm like 
Ooh, yeah. Cool. Thanks. Appreciate it. Oh, man. Yeah, that- you've been through it. You have been through yeah. it with your knee. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and I mean, it's what, like, so the new thing is they think it's a torn ACL, which if it was really a torn ACL and we're six weeks after the incident, I really shouldn't be walking. Like, I shouldn't mm. be able to walk right now. Or, like, I mean, yeah. I can, but I, sh- like, I feel like I'm getting around pretty good. As, yeah. As much as I usually do. And you also, like, drove... How long was the drive today? It was originally supposed to be seven hours. And then I think it ended up being, like, nine. Because... <gasps> Nine-hour drive? Oh, yeah, my God. So, <laughs> yeah, you could it, it, not do that if, like, you had torn your ACL. Yeah, that would, like, yeah. be so, so painful. Yeah. It, it was one of the... Like, that drive... The entire drive up, it was just... <laughs> this trip has become twice as expensive as I originally planned it. It was oh, like, no. so I was, I was driving. I left Waco and I was driving up to Dallas because you got to drive up to Dallas and then you cut over and mm-hmm. then it pretty much a straight shot to Memphis. Mm-hmm. And so I was cutting up to Dallas, and then my phone starts going off, and I'm like, okay, what the heck's going on? And it's telling me, oh, you're entering a flash flood warning zone, whatever. We want to detour you to so you stay out of the flash flood flash flood zone i'm like okay i mean i'm gonna be on a major highway so as long as i don't get off the highway it shouldn't be that big of an issue but everybody was like no stay south i'm Mm -hmm. like okay so it essentially (laughs) takes me back to where i just came from and just makes me go west or east and i'm like okay okay Okay, calm down, calm down. And then I get I get into Mississippi and I run out of gas, or not run out of gas, like I'm running on fumes because I was <laughs> dealing with some stuff and I kind of lost track of where I was and where mm. my gas was. And I'm like, I haven't seen a gas station in an hour, hour and a half at this point. And oh my God, an hour and a half? And it's one That's of those, crazy. It's one of those things where when you're, when you drive two places frequently you kind of grow accustomed to like yeah okay i need to fill up here because there's not gonna be another gas station mm. for you know you, you just kind of grow accustomed to that but i was taking a brand new way that i'd never gone before and so i was like know. um 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 <laughs> so. i mean that's good to know because when i drive i'm driving back to new orleans to catch my flight home yeah. on saturday and we're going through clarksdale okay so that's kind of a good thing to know because even though i drove up we were pretty chill with yeah. Like all the petrol and everything but yeah we're going a new way on the way back so now oh. i know i need to fill up like yeah it, ooh, and i mean all the time <laughs> it, it's one of those things like the trip through mississippi's cool like I, I enjoyed the trip because you know there was a phase in live and amplified where i was like really into blues music and mississippi mm. is like really known for its blues music and so like all these cities and stuff that i've heard mentioned in some of the music i've heard mm. i'm driving through it in mississippi i'm like Oh, I know that. Oh, I kind of want to stop there, you know, in that Mm. whole thing. Yeah. But, you know, it was like 10 in the morning, 11 in the morning. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. um, Oh, man. What a trip. Did you? I'm kind of surprised that you didn't just fly out of Memphis, or was it... Yeah, so the the plan was, um, I was actually going to go to North Carolina, because okay. uh, I have family living there, and I, I didn't even plan on coming to Memphis at all, and then my brother, he really wanted to go to New Orleans for Mardi Gras, but that didn't quite work out, Yeah. 
And I said to him, well, okay, I was going to go to America this time anyway. Why don't we just do New Orleans and then go to Memphis? Because yeah. he loved Memphis last year when he came yeah. with me. And he was like, sure. So that's what our plan was. And then, yeah, we just flew to New Orleans first. And then we're flying back from New Orleans because it's a straight flight. Okay. Gotcha. But it is going to be such a day. Yeah. Gonna drive, like, I think it's going to be seven hours, yeah. actually. And then we got a nine-hour flight. And then, oh, we're going to be shattered. And yeah. But it's been worth it. It's been a really fun trip. Because I remember when, when, I mean, it may not be as bad this time because you're only out here for, like, I've not had to deal with, uh, a time difference jump like that for like the worst I've ever had to do was like I was living on the east coast and I went out to the west coast that's like <laughs> three hours it's that's really not that big mm. of a like jet lag to get over yeah um but not like what is it six hours yeah, yeah. six hour time difference that's that's gonna be a grind I, I hope it's not too bad because I've noticed that you're trying it seems like you're trying to keep normal UK hours maybe because <laughs> there's a couple of times where you've messaged me at like four in the morning like you responded back to my message at four really? in the what, morning when i was here yeah when you were here i think <laughs> and i'm oh just sitting here God. i'm like okay. to be honest actually that does make sense because i when i'm at home i yeah. wake up throughout the night all the time yeah and i don't i try not to respond to messages because sometimes i'm half asleep yeah. and i'm like i shouldn't be doing that and there have been a few times being in memphis where yeah. It's like I am accustomed to this time difference now. Yeah. But it's like I'm in the same same habit. I'm back at home. You yeah. know, like I wake up every three hours. Yeah, and it's yeah. silly and well, yeah. Because when you were out here in July, it, it was just like I would because you know, the time diff the six hour time difference, in theory it's not that hard to overcome. But every once in a while it'd be like, Oh, I need to remind her of this. Yeah. And it'll be like 9 p.m. my time. And I'm like, I'll just send it to her. She'll get it in the morning. And then we'll just kind of do this weird um, thing where she responds to me and I'm asleep and I respond to her and she's, you know, yeah. like, whatever. And then you like responded back to me within like 30 minutes because you were still on <laughs> Memphis time. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that's right. It's you were here really, for like three weeks. It's really difficult going back. Like coming here isn't so bad. Yeah. Uh, we just wake up earlier than usual. We'll wake yeah. up at like 6 a.m. for yeah. a couple of days. But going home is always the hardest because you want to like we land early in the morning. Yeah. So the first thing you want to do is go to sleep. Yeah. But you go try and stay awake yeah. all day. And yeah. then you end up having a nap and then you wake up again and you think, okay, I feel fine. And then it gets to like eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. And you think, okay, I'm going to go to bed now. Yeah. And then 2 a.m., you're wide awake because yeah. it's like, what, yeah. 9, 9 p.m. here yeah. or 8 p.m. or it's, something. Uh, yeah, 8. Yeah. And so you like you just wake up and it's really difficult going home and trying to get back into the swing of it. And I got work the next day and so does Reese. So we're going to be... Yeah, exhausted that's, that's wild it's <laughs> i know it, it's one of those things and that's kind of always been my concern like i'm still trying to figure out the trip to the uk like it's, it's going to happen here eventually mm -hmm. but it's like everything that i'm looking at it's like it's going to be a short week or a long weekend where it's like three four maybe five days and like that's not really enough time to give uk like give a yeah. uk a proper uk visit mm. and but then again, it's just kind of like, I'm going to be sleeping in, like just thinking about the time difference because that short of a time, you're not going to get accustomed to the time difference no, yeah. in, like, in four or five days. Yeah. But it, it'll be interesting. Sure. <laughs> it so. will be interesting. It's all part of the travel experience, you know? Yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. you're exhausted for 
the first three days and then you're fine i'm exhausted for the first three days and then on the fourth day i leave and then so. you, yeah exactly and perfect then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so you've been here in memphis for a good uh for about a little less than a week or so um how's uh memphis been treating you this time around Oh, it's been really lovely. I mean, the weather has been so weird because obviously it's been really... Well, you haven't seen it, Sunny, because yeah. you arrived today and today it's been really rainy. Yeah. This is like British weather right now and I have not packed for that at all. <laughs> I've got summer dresses and no coats and it's been pouring with rain all day. And yeah, but aside from the weather being a bit bipolar, yeah. <laughs> everyone's so lovely. And it, I've just kept really busy because when I knew I was coming out here, I messaged Mark Parcel, who, you know, he in South Main Sounds which mm. is a songwriter venue yeah. and um and he's awesome he just sets me up for these gigs yeah. and Donna Paget Bowers as well she runs a lot of gigs around town yeah. and she has a show on Radio Memphis yeah. so I'm doing that tomorrow Friday yeah. and yeah everyone's just been so lovely and I've just been trying to be as busy as possible you know That's because awesome. when I go home you know I have quite a few gigs lined up but as I've mentioned a few times, you guys are really into your original yeah. music, yeah, whereas yeah. back home it's more so covers. So when I'm here, I just think to myself, right, play as many gigs as you can yeah. because they will be listening to your music. Yeah. And it's, it's that <laughs> weird thing because obviously with the the whole visa issue and work visas and stuff like that, you have to be very careful how you do all that stuff. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And it's like... I, I mean, I don't play like to get paid yeah, at all it's yeah. it's like yeah there's none of that because yeah otherwise that would be work because <laughs> i'm sitting here i've talked to several musicians from the uk and it's like why don't you come to the states give it a try and it's like well because i want to play gigs and i gotta work out the visa and i was like well you can just like busk or you can just yeah you know that's the thing you guys are really into tipping here as well yeah. and like in the uk they're not like yeah. they don't do that if you're busking you you don't earn much if you're playing in a bar they don't tip you at all yeah you have to get paid there yeah. by the bars but here like you guys are so friendly yeah you don't need to like worry about that if you're busking like yeah. people are very friendly if you're doing it for money but you know a lot of people are doing it for experience like yeah, yeah. i am <laughs> yeah and it's one of the and like we had the conversation earlier about um bringing you out to texas in the, the fall your allergies are gonna kill you but you know oh that, no that's, <laughs> but, you that's know why what? i came it, out in the spring this time <laughs> it, honestly fall may not be too in october it may not be too I, I don't really get too bad allergies yeah. there it's yeah. just literally pure summer yeah. months that's when it's really bad it's been one of those things where this year my allergies have been so bad just like all around them uh with like the week two weeks that i was down in florida was like the first time that i didn't have to deal with allergies at mm -hmm. all and i'm sitting there i'm like oh my god i can breathe without having to like inhale yeah. <laughs> allergy meds this is crazy mm -hmm. you know so yeah a, oh yeah last summer that was brutal i've i don't really suffer with allergies at all yeah. i have slight hay fever back home but yeah. really nothing to be concerned about but last summer was brutal and i kept thinking to myself are these allergies or have i got covid or have i got whatever yeah and then i come home and within that day I could breathe. Nice. I thought, yeah, it was definitely allergies. <laughs> and I mean, last year, COVID was still... Well, yeah, because I was originally supposed to come out in, uh, earlier and I because I had COVID. Oh, oh God, I don't remember that. Yeah, okay, so it was because uh, you came out like 4th of July. You were out here like... No, the, it was or, after that. After 4th of July. It was like mid-July to the end, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah, so that's what it was. So I had 
it was Fourth of July weekend, and the week after Fourth of July, I was working with a news anchor, um, and she had contracted COVID. But because mm. we were working in close proximity for several days, she was like, "Hey, sorry to tell you, but you may want to go get tested." Yeah. And then the next day, I woke up and I just felt terrible. And I'm like, "Oh no, I'm supposed to go to Memphis." What do I do? What do I do? And it like work had such a weird, uh, like a policy for COVID. It was like, okay, you just stay home for five days. And as long as you feel fine, you can come in. But yeah. I was still testing positive. Like I tested positive for about two weeks. Mm. I'm like, really? I'm okay to come in even though I'm still testing positive. She's like, yeah. I was like, I'm not comfortable coming in. So if you're not going to say anything, I'm going to stay at home. I'm going to keep working from home. Yeah, that's and probably for the yeah. best. Yeah, because yeah, actually, I th I think I might have had COVID when I got here. So I was obviously in Memphis for a week yeah. before I went to Nashville. And when I first got to Memphis, obviously, hay fever mm -hmm. hit. I was quite unwell with that. And then I played South Main Sounds. And the next day, I started feeling quite like... I had a cold. Yeah. And I thought, oh, this isn't hay fever. This yeah. is a cold. This is what it's yeah. been the entire time. Yeah. And then the day after, I lost my voice completely. Oh, and, no. and I had a headache and I, I didn't think anything of it. And then someone who was also at South Main Sounds, they sent me a message and they said, I didn't realize you were ill because I am like, I've got the flu. It feels yeah. like I got the flu. And he said, I think I've got COVID. He yeah. said, and I think I know who we got it from. <laughs> and it was so funny because he was, he couldn't test and I couldn't test. Yeah. And he had like proper flu symptoms, couldn't yeah. breathe. Yeah. And I had, be I don't know why really, but yeah. I just had more of a cold. Yeah. And then after that, it cleared up. And then I just suffered with Haiti for the rest of the time. So yeah. it was just, I was yeah. so healthy that trip. I know, right? <laughs> it was ridiculous. Oh my God, yeah. couldn't catch a break. <laughs> that, that was a good trip. Like just coming fun. up, I, like I, I was only here a couple, like two days, mm. I think. But it was, that was a fun trip. I that was time, fun. So. Yeah, it was really good. Going to all the blues bars as oh, well. Yeah. That yeah. was so funny. <laughs> the, the uh, What were they doing? Pole vaulting down Beale Street. Yeah. That, that was great. That was, that was so funny. And actually, it was kind of funny because um, one of the guys I work with, he would uh, he was had just been hired at the job or at the station. And after I came back, we were talking and uh, I had mentioned or it was his first day. And I was like, yeah, I just got back from Memphis. He's like, oh, really? When were you there? And I was like, and I told him, he's like, I was in Memphis the exact same because his uh, daughter lives here. Oh. And I'm like, that's funny. That's, that's very a small. Yeah. World. That's so, so funny. Oh, man. Um, but yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's been good all around trip here in Memphis. And, you know, glad, glad you're able to make it out here. Because, I mean, I know I know for a fact it's not a cheap trip. You know, yeah. it's, <laughs> compared to the summer, though. It, yeah. Like, that's something that I have learned mm -hmm. is don't come in the summer because the heat is unbearable, the allergies are unbearable, yep. and the prices are sky high. Yep. So everything was half the price for us this time. So yeah. it was like, okay, still a lot, yeah. but, you know, and it worked out. Yeah, it is one of those things where it's, uh, I was kind of worried about spring break because, like, I mean, obviously Sunday is Easter, and so I was like, man, spring break, but Memphis isn't really a spring break town. I but, forgot about that. Yeah. Like, I don't even consider spring break. Yeah, Man. It was one of those things. And like, I mean, Memphis isn't like New Orleans. You'd probably, if you were in New Orleans for the oh. entire week, it probably felt it a little bit more. But yeah. uh, New Memphis, Orleans was so expensive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I was surprised. Because 
when we were originally talking, I was thinking about just meeting you in New Orleans because I was like, I've never been to New Orleans. That would be kind of cool. And then, obviously, everything happens, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's not going to happen. Because I had this all planned out. I was going to go down to Florida. I was going to go down to Florida, like, the week before and then drive up, meet you in Memphis. Hmm. And then the baseball team that I root for, they're playing in Houston. And I'm like, oh, it's all going to work out perfectly. I'm going to (laughs) go visit my dad for a few days, and then I'm going to hang out in uh, New Orleans for a few days, and then I'm going to go watch the Sox play. (laughs) And then, yeah, none of that happened. That's always the way, though. You have all these plans and then it just oh yeah, yeah. always something happens so, how's uh, things going music wise did you have did you get a chance to record anything i know usually you like to record when you're here i didn't record anything here um i think next time if i'm back out here i will definitely probably possibly <laughs> definitely probably maybe yeah. uh, go to nashville and record a song okay. there because i just love it and i think like, oh, like working with those musicians is just nice insane is that usually where you record nashville well so kind of um until i signed with my record company a couple of years ago i that's what we did we Mm -hmm. would come to nashville record a song and then when i signed with my record company they had this producer who i'd worked with quite a lot matt Mm -hmm. ball and um and that was really fun and then after that uh the last song i released was attached um and i recorded that in nashville because i was here and so yeah like it's sort of half and half really because if i'm in the area my my record company are very chill about me recording elsewhere you know that's always good too Uh, yeah Yeah. exactly and it's such a cool experience like you don't want to be denied that you know Mm. you you don't want a record label saying no you can't do that because it's like guys this is nashville this is so cool and they don't do that and that's great um so yeah next time i'm in town i'm definitely gonna do it but i have recorded a song back home Mm -hmm. it's not an original song it's a cover and hopefully that'll be out soon and um it's a cover that i was the song i love so much if you know me you know the band I love the most. Uh, I'm an ABBA girl through and through, (laughs) but I am going to be releasing an original to follow that up um, very soon. And I'm so excited about the originals because I've been writing so much recently and you can probably hear some of the new originals over on my Instagram Uh because I think I did a live stream recently and I played one of them on there and it's called X's and I'm so excited about it. So if you've happened to stumble across it, uh, check it out and, you know, let me know what you think of it because there'll be a single soon. (laughs) Are you, were you, you just released a song with your aunt. I mean, I guess not just, but yeah, yeah. that was in December. Yeah. Yeah. So she's also a singer songwriter and um, her kind of music also lends very well to my kind of music because mm-hmm. it's very uh i wouldn't know what you would place her in if yeah. it's not country she, it's not folk it's like, like if it was if she was in the state she'd probably fall in like the americana oh that's or, yeah, cool like yeah i love that and it's, and she's so good yeah. and she had written this song and she said oh nia do you want to sing yeah. on it so it was it was an honor to sing with her because she's got a beautiful voice and yeah. she's a beautiful songwriter and so yeah that's called two wings yeah fine on spotify Dan Danielle Nichols, yeah. uh, give her a follow on Instagram as well. Because yeah. I think, no, wait, no, we have. I haven't talked to your aunt. Like, there was a couple of points where I was thinking about reaching out to her about getting her on the podcast, but oh. I just haven't done it yet. So, oh yeah, but, she'd so love that. That'd be so cool. It, it would just be kind of interesting because it'd be the first like family. Like, I've never, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I've had families on, but they were like a family band. Yeah. Or they were like brother and sister. Mm-hmm. But they they were all part of like the same project. It'd yeah. be it'd be kind of cool to be like, oh hey, 
two separate family members, two separate projects, you know. Yeah, but, and she does. She releases music quite regularly, mm -hmm. and um, and yeah, she's really good. So yeah, totally. Should so reach out. She would yeah, love that. Yeah, I'll have to kind of time it because that, that's the, my whole position right now. Is I'm trying to, like, I think the last two years I really burned myself out on the podcast because mm. it was like, okay, we got to do every day every day every day, you know oh, like we, yeah. and like early on during the pandemic i really burned myself out doing that mm -hmm. and then like i was like okay well we'll do it three times a week and then i found myself forcing to try and have like three podcasts a week and then like somebody would back out or cancel and then it's like oh my god i don't have three you know and oh, like yeah. i you really harp yourself. on these three and so like right now i'm kind of in this position where I, like once a week is probably where I'm going to be for a while. And then if I get to a point where I'm like really log jammed and I've got like all these pot, like the hope is to just start doing them. And by releasing them once a week, if I do three in a week, then, you know, I've got enough content for three weeks, whatever. Mm. But uh, just kind of making sure I don't ever fall behind. That's yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, there's this podcast I listen to and uh, like, they release, I think, five yeah. a week. They're a YouTube podcast, yeah. so like it's a visual one, really. Yeah. Um, and I love it, but I cannot keep up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get, I get over, not even overwhelmed. It's like I want to watch it, but they're like three hour to four hour like podcasts, and so I'm not gonna sit there every day and watch it. And um, but they're so cool. But like, yeah, five days a week, I just can't keep up. But yeah. when it's one a week. Oh my gosh, always tuning in, always listening. And yeah. I, I love it. I yeah. love that. And that was something that I noticed because I like originally when we first started doing the podcast about oh, it'd be seven years, it'll be seven years in July. Wow. And like originally we were doing like one podcast a month just because where I was living, I was living out in New Mexico. We had our local scene and it, it's not a very big local scene out in Roswell, New Mexico, but every once in a while we'd get somebody that was coming through town and it'd be like hey you know and so like once a once a month was good and we were doing really good numbers for once a month mm. and then i kind of when i left roswell and moved to tallahassee i was i would do podcasts but it would be like all in a bunch so it'd be like i'd go six months without releasing a podcast mm. and then i'd have six at once because <laughs> like you know just how it worked out i got invited to a music festival or whatever it was yeah and then instead of spacing it out once a month so then that way once the next six came in it was like a continuous thing i'd be like no i'm gonna release them all at, yeah. like all back to back to back you know yeah. and that never worked out and then i moved out to texas and like COVID hit and i was just like you know what let's start doing this zoom thing and mm -hmm. then I wasn't going anywhere. I was doing like three podcasts a day. It was just, oh like, it was brutal. So. Mm. I mean, that's the thing though. Like when you have so many podcasts lined up or recorded, yeah. you're just excited to get yeah. it out. Yeah. Like I find the same thing in a different way, like with music yeah. that I've written. So like new songs, I think, oh, I just want to post this on TikTok, on mm. Instagram. I just want to post like an acoustic version right now. But if I do, then like you know it's obviously a different thing but when i actually record the song and release it everyone's heard it so mm -hmm. it's like yeah. i should hold back but i can't help it yeah. because i keep writing songs i yeah. want people to hear it so when, i relate to that <laughs> when you write song before you record songs do you usually play them like at shows and stuff like i do okay. yeah i mean it i'm trying to think about the yeah so the one that i'm planning on releasing soon x's mm -hmm. um 
yeah i've been playing that at a few shows and that's gone down pretty well and it also it's a way to suss out if people yeah. like it yeah. um so i do try to do that but i just try to avoid like recording it yeah. and and posting it on tiktok but i really can't help myself i yeah. just have to do it <laughs> you wrote a lot of breakup songs it's quite i know yeah. i know and everyone thinks i've had like a million boyfriends and i think no i'm just over dramatic i just yeah. overthink situations and yeah and but you know what with my song attached uh-huh I never planned on releasing that song. Yeah. Um, how that came about was um, I saw people do it on TikTok mm-hmm. where they said, I write 30 seconds of a song and then I post it to TikTok yeah. and then everyone thinks I've got the whole song yeah. and now I've got to finish the song. Yeah. And I thought, actually, that might be a really good way for me to kind of get started on a mm-hmm. song idea I have. I'll just write a verse. Mm-hmm. So I did. And that was the verse to Attached. And then I posted it and it did really well, yeah. like for me anyway. Yeah, it yeah. didn't go viral, viral, but it did fine in numbers. And people said, oh my God, I really like this. Please like post more of it. Yeah. So I thought, okay, I'll, I'll write the chorus. And I did. And then I posted that. That went down really well. And then I finished the song and I just... I sussed out that people really liked it uh-huh. and it's a almost like a ballad song. It's not an upbeat song. So sometimes they flop because people want upbeat yeah. stuff. And that really helped me decide to record and release Attached. And it was such a quick turnaround from writing it to recording it to releasing it. Um, and so, yeah, sometimes it's really good to post stuff on TikTok because you get a sense of what people like yeah. and what they want to hear. But also at the same time, you've got to be kind of careful because you can't release the whole song. Yeah. Well, and it's so annoying. The, the interesting <laughs> thing about TikTok, and I've seen this work really well, well with a few musicians where they literally build the song on tiktok like yeah like, like what you said where it's like that's exactly it you, you know you you go and it's like i've got this idea for a chorus and then you like either what depending on where the chorus is whether it's like oh you've got the words but no music you got music but no you know like how wherever it is and like in your head they record it and it's like what do you think and then like kind of gauge it off there yeah and then you just kind of slowly build the song like it's almost documenting the creative yeah. process which is really cool it is cool yeah like, I, and that's kind of how i've been doing it with a lot of songs i've written mm-hmm. recently so there are a lot of sort of breakup songs and i think yeah. oh this is too sad to play yeah. and then what I love about TikTok is that <laughs> they're such Tumblr girls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that it's almost like they're from that Tumblr era. Yeah. So they dig it. They love all these sad yeah. songs. I think you guys need help. That's <laughs> and I love you guys for it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. You brought up Tumblr. I was like, oh wow. I, I was never big on Tumblr, but Not it me was, neither. It was, like there was a couple of things that I had done when I was in college that people were like, Are you on Tumblr? And I'm like, No. Well, that, that video you made, um, it's making the rounds on Tumblr. I'm oh like, oh my gosh. Um, okay. That's I, so cool. It, you know, it's it, like, <laughs> it, it, we're not talking like crazy views or anything, but it was mm. just like somebody would share it and then it would get shared around, you yeah. know, and so it was kind of cool. But that t- is cool. Tumblr was one of those things where it was always kind of a niche. Like it yeah. was very, oh, you're, you're making music video or not music videos but like wrestling videos or you know like whatever it is you know yeah yeah it was pretty niche i i was never really big on t- uh tumblr either yeah. but yeah it's funny i do see the connection between tumblr girls and then tiktok girls because they're very uh, uh like they they fantasize a yeah. lot and so they really like some of the songs i post and i think oh thank god for you because we're on the same wavelength here. <laughs> I, I have to be careful on TikTok because I will lose hours in a day. Me just too. Scroll- 
there's this uh, one girl that I watch on TikTok. Uh, she's from like Georgia. Her name's Macy Watkins. She's just she's like an outdoors girl. It's like she hunts and fishes and does all that stuff. Mm. And she makes fun of her southern. She's got like a really thick southern accent, like a. Uh, what uh, Mark was making fun of earlier. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, really thick. And people think that she's faking it. Oh, my God. And so she she's, like, very self-aware. And she'll be like, y'all think I'm faking it, but, you know, and then she goes into <laughs> her little thing. And, like, one day I stumbled across one of their videos. It was, like, right around Christmas time. And she was like, y'all, in the north, your weather's in my backyard, being all drunk, because it had gotten, like, really cold where she lives, and it doesn't <laughs> usually get really cold, uh-huh. and so she did this video, and it got super viral, and I'm like, oh, that's funny, and then, like, three hours later, I'm scrolling through a TikTok, and I'm like, wait a minute, what time is it? It was just seven o'clock, and now it's, like, ten, and I've, I'd spent three uh. hours just surfing through TikTok, and I'm like, this is so dangerous. I mean, do you ever get it on TikTok where you've been scrolling for a while, and you get those videos come up saying, give your thumbs a rest? Yes. Yeah, yes, yes, and yes. I hate that, and I think, don't tell me what to do, yeah. and secondly, now I feel guilty, yeah. I'm gonna have to go to bed. Right? <laughs> I, I find more enjoyment in some of the Instagram reel, or, yeah, reels. Yeah, reels. The, the reels are a little bit more entertaining. Um, TikTok, the issue with TikTok is you kind of find yourself and you get stuck in a, in a like the same types of video where Instagram yeah. you'll, it's like all everything encompassing. So it's yeah, yeah, I get a lot of dog reels. Yeah, I love them, and I can hear my dad laughing in the other room because he doesn't have TikTok. Yeah, but he has Instagram, and I can just hear him laughing in the living room, and I'm like, what is he laughing at? And he's stuck just. Scrolling. scrolling on Instagram reels, he goes, ha, 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 Nia, look at this. <laughs> and it's so funny. Yeah. It's just, oh, it makes me laugh. <laughs> some of your videos that you post about your dog is epic. Like, it's, some of that stuff makes me crack up. <laughs> I don't remember what you just posted a video recently. Oh, your dog was like sniffing something. And oh, I, yeah. I, I don't remember. I don't was remember it the, the door? Yeah, he was like yeah. sniffing the door and you made something. Uh, made a comment about how your dog is special or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that was a weird video. It was, um, so my mom was sticking her finger through the door so uh-huh. you could see it. And then he just, he just tried to like bite her finger, but all you could see was his nose like pressed up yeah. against the door. And he just has not a thought behind those eyes. He's yeah. just, he is a special dog. Yeah. He You're, is so funny. And then I saw something your brother posted about, um, uh dog or autism or dog autism awareness or something and i'm like wow that's very funny that's- i know well reese thinks he's got that and i've actually googled it because yeah. i was really con- like i was really intrigued to yeah. see if he actually had something like that he doesn't because apparently autism in dogs which i didn't even know it was a thing yeah but apparently it is they have they're very introverted mm-hmm. they're very nervous around people yeah. blue is very much the opposite so yeah. i think he's got adhd probably yeah. <laughs> i don't think it's autism like yeah. my brother is making out all the time <laughs> it's, when i saw that first post i cried laughing i was like wow that's funny. that's very funny so, he's a special dog it is, it is. so oh um, you're heading back to the uk here uh saturday right you're going back yeah. saturday or sunday saturday okay. yeah landing sunday morning nice that'll be that'll be a trek it's, oh i don't know why i did this to myself it, yeah part of me is like doing it for the plot you know right it's like okay i can tell people i traveled across a state and then got on a plane and came home and that was like a road trip yeah. and then another part of me is thinking 
why did you do this yeah. <laughs> why didn't you separate the days why did right. we fly up from memphis but we got a rental car we got to get it back to new orleans yeah. that's fair <laughs> it, it's it's always interesting you know it's uh new orleans i i mean i get that makes sense because you know I, I was asking you earlier about why not just fly straight out of memphis but well, so we were thinking about that originally, but we would have had a stopover, and last year we oh, had yeah. such a problem with stopovers. Oh, because yeah, you stopped we in Newark or something? Yeah, that was on the way back, actually, but we stopped in Chicago on the way here, yeah. and we missed the flight by, like, two minutes. They shut the gate. Oh. Two minutes. And we were so annoyed because it wasn't even our fault. Like, the plane landed... I'm pretty sure it landed on time, if not mm. maybe a bit late. And mm. then it was it was the queues. And you think to yourself, why doesn't this airport like have at least a connecting flight line? Yeah. Why is everyone in this well, one line? That, that's the issue with Chicago. Like Chicago in general it's is really awful airport. Did you, <laughs> did you fly into O'Hare? You yeah, had to fly O'Hare. into O'Hare. Yeah. yeah. And like it's that like that's why I like flying out of Dallas because once you're in you don't have to well i mean i guess maybe it was a little bit different because you were coming internationally so you may would you have to do go through customs or something yeah i think we had to do that and okay. then and i had my guitar and yeah. that was another issue and the thing is the amount of times i've flown into o'hare and with my parents they've always lost suitcases they've always yeah. delayed our flight we've always missed a flight something's always been cancelled it's yeah. just so chaotic and i had my guitar and this lady like we're, we're walking to our gate and this lady goes oh, i'll put your guitar over there by that um i don't even know what it was it, yeah. but it was like an unmanned desk uh, know, just put it there yeah. and this whole room was filled with suitcases and i think where like where are all the workers yeah. to put these suitcases on these flights yeah. like there were probably a, hundreds of them and this lady wanted me to leave my expensive guitar yeah. by an unmanned desk in front of everyone and yeah. i was like reese i'm not doing that because i have lost my guitar here before yeah. and yeah we missed our flight we had to wait another eight hours in the airport uh, for the next flight uh, and then oh, on the way back it was fine because i stopped at newark yeah. and that was straightforward they just was, was that the one the next gate. you flew right out of newark right or was that the one you had to go to jfk or whatever no so we went from memphis to newark uh, from there to Heathrow. Okay, okay. So yeah, it, and it was so straightforward. I came out of my gate, <laughs> out of the plane, and then I just turned right and I was at the other gate and yeah. I was like, oh, perfect. This yeah. is how it should have been in Chicago. Because yeah. oh. that's how it is in Dallas. So when I fly out, of, I fly out of Dallas a lot and um, they've got a trolley that'll take you, like, so yeah. if, if you're coming in from an international gate and you need to get a d to a domestic gate, mm. you just jump on the trolley, it'll take you right over. Yeah. And, you know, like Dallas is a big airport, but it's very well built. Like they, they know what they're doing. And yeah. when I flew into my, so when I flew down for my vacation with my dad and I flew into Miami, don't ever fly into Miami. If you ever go to Florida, <laughs> don't fly into Miami, go to, Ooh, go to Fort okay. Lauderdale. You're, you're better off in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Um, you know Miami it looks like it hasn't been updated since 1980 like <laughs> you come in so like I'm a rather tall guy like I'm 6'3 so I was coming out of the gate and I had to duck coming out of the doorway because there was a like an overhang that was like so I'm 6'3 this overhang was like 6'5 mm. and you had to take like a step up to get in and I'm like I'm gonna hit my head on this thing 
So it's like, all right, let's, uh, <laughs> let's not here. And then I was, I was walking, and my dad's like, oh, I've got, I'm like 15 minutes away. I was like, cool. I'm not really sure where I'm going, so I'm gonna just kind of walk to baggage uh-huh. claim and figure yeah. it out from there. And I stopped to go to the bathroom, and it was the same situation where the overhang was like oh right here. I'm like, y'all, this. You realize that, like, I'm not even like a tall person, and I have to duck. Imagine if somebody was like six, seven, and needed to go to the bathroom. Oh man, that sounds kind of messy. I won't lie. I mean, I I don't think I've been to that airport, and the worst one I've ever been to is probably JFK and O'Hare. I have to say, and and you you're surprised though because you think these are big cities, everyone is flying into them. You'd think it would be a bit more organized but i've lost a lot of luggage and i lost my guitar and <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've missed my flights so. and actually some of the better airports are the smaller like the yeah like if you go into like i'm sure memphis is probably pretty good memphis was fine yeah, yeah that i've never had an issue with that actually and nash was also good as well yeah. um but yeah it's always the big ones oh, so yeah. chaotic <laughs> and that's airplane talk with tom and nia uh, yeah <laughs> so anyone listening just avoid those airports you can fly to dallas dallas is perfect wherever you're going if you even if you want to go to chicago fly to dallas and then go yeah. to chicago <laughs> actually you know what's funny though so like I, well i mean i grew up in chicago so i flew out of o'hare a lot but I was always, I was always kind of had a jaded opinion because my dad was a pilot. He was he oh, flew cool. out of O'Hare a lot, so he yeah. was just kind of like, "All right, you guys follow me." And he would take us like mm. secret, not like inappropriately secret ways, but like here, yeah. here's some things like get around TSA, and it's not as big of a deal. Oh, right. you know, that's pretty interesting. And so handy. it wasn't quite as bad, but yeah. it was just like you had the good experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but actually, actually, the fun one to go to is Midway. Midway is such an anomaly of an airport that it's not not a good airport by any stretch of the imagination. But it's just one of those airports where it has history. So like, anytime you go through it, it's like, oh, this is kind of cool. You know, oh. if you can get through it. Oh. But it's in a shitty part of town, and you know, it's, it's just rough. Oh, so. they've all got pros and cons. Yeah, for <sighs> sure, for sure. Um, <laughs> so you're headed back to the UK. What's the plan once you get back there? So I have quite a few gigs actually lined up when I get home. Um, I'm playing the HMV in Bath, which is like a record store. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm playing there on April 15th, and that's going to be really fun. I've never done that before, but I really love record store um gigs are really cool and then after that i'm opening up for dean friedman Mm -hmm. um he i I, are you familiar with dean friedman i'm familiar with the name but i I couldn't name any like music or anything his his, like biggest hit is a song called lucky stars and that was really big in the uk and my parents huge fans of him and so am i actually he's got some really quirky tunes and he was really big in the 80s and he has such a loyal fan base he's from new jersey Mm -hmm. originally and he tours America and then he tours the UK. And he's been really supportive of me since I was about 13. Oh, wow. nice. Um, Cause I went to a songwriting workshop yeah. of his in London. And ever since then, you know, I've just sort of kept in touch with him. So have my parents. And um, when was it? It was last year. Yeah. He was playing in Bath at the Mission Theater. And I think it was my dad actually that emailed him and he said, hey Dean, you know, Nia studied in Bath. like." how about she gets up and plays a song like you know and dean your dad he, is a champion I, my dad I've is never, fearless <laughs> i've never met him but like some of the stories that i've that you've told me where he's just like he just he'll, he'll takes those shots and it's like oh he really does and he teaches me to do that because yeah. i'm i'm quite introverted well i say that i i'm 
I'm an introverted extrovert, yeah. I would say. I'm a bit of both, but you know, there are many a times where I think to myself, don't say this near because they might think you're being too pushy. Yeah. But my dad's like, no push, you just gotta do it. Yeah. And so, you know, it's really helped me overcome that. But yeah, so he emailed Dean about this and Dean got back to him. He said, sure, she can play a song. Nice. So that was last May. And um, after that, Dean emailed me in December and he said, I'm running a Boxing Day live stream. Do you want to be part of it? Yeah. And this is the first time Dean has invited me. Nice. I haven't invited myself. Nice. <laughs> and that was so much fun. And after that, I thought about it and I thought, man, he's doing another tour in the UK next year. Why don't I just ask to be a support act? Like, yeah. why not? What's yeah. the worst that can happen? Yeah. He says no. And I emailed him and he said, yeah, yeah, like his three dates you yeah. can open up and i'm playing a songwriter festival actually nice. that he runs which yeah. is in august um but the first date anyway i've gone really long-winded oh you're fine um he's playing at the mission theater in bath again yeah. april 27th yeah. i believe and so i'll be opening up for him then and then the next one is obviously the songwriter festival song fest mm -hmm. in rugby uh which is august 26th to the 27th and aside from that i'm just playing a lot of local gigs and just oh, yeah. okay i remember the songwriter the songwriter fest because that's the weekend before british country up in uh, oh. blackpool and i'm sitting there i'm like can I afford a week? Can I make this work? And, you know, and so, like, in my head, I'm like, I have all these grand ideas because, like, for the last year or so, for whatever reason, like, 90% of the stuff that I watch on, like, YouTube, like, I watch, consume a lot of YouTube. Mm. It's all, like, British UK creators. Like, I just, oh, nice. it, you know, it, I've just been kind of watching that stuff because I find the humor a lot more funny it, it, like the, <laughs> some of the humor is very ruthless I'm like that's oh, yeah. very funny and, <laughs> yeah we're um, quite ruthless in our humor <laughs> and so you know like I, I get a kick out of that one and I like I've just got so many places that I want to hit up it's like I want to mm -hmm. go to Blackpool. I want to go to Liverpool and then you know you fly into London it would almost be a shame to not at least do one or two of the tourist like I'm not a huge fan of doing like the touristy stuff yeah. like i'd much rather like okay i'm coming down your way Where, where's a local like do something locals do like i i feel like that's a more authentic representation and that, that's mm -hmm. kind of the uh, conversation that we were having about the uh <laughs> yeah. the swamp tour guy like i mean i understand where he's coming from but just to kind of have that blow up in the middle of a tour it's like my guy what are you doing uh, yeah. yeah i know he just he was so negative he was yeah. so funny i love him yeah <laughs> And then, uh, so, you know, just kind of having that authentic local experience and... Yeah, yeah. I get that. I mean, it's funny because Blackpool, there's, there's not a lot there. Yeah. And it's kind of a bit like of a sketch place, really. But yeah. the last time I went there, I was super young, so I yeah. don't know. It's probably changed. Yeah. But they've got the big festival there, yeah. British Country Music Festival. Yeah. And that is so funny that they've placed it in Blackpool. Yeah. But, like, I think you'd be pretty close to Liverpool. Yeah, you're, Liverpool I think, is, an hour or so from Liverpool. Yeah, it, and Liverpool is so cool. Yeah. Like, I, I I expected it to be, like, Birmingham when yeah. I went. No yeah. offense to people from Birmingham. I, I love everyone in Birmingham. But yeah. I haven't been there since I was, like, a kid. And, yeah, I just expected it to be really... Um, sort of I don't even know how to explain it just grey and mm, dull yeah. you know and I didn't really explore Birmingham when I went but the where I was it was kind of the outskirts and yeah. it was quite grey and yeah. it was quite and a lot of cities in the yeah. UK are like that even where I'm from um, I expected Liverpool to be a bit like that but it was really vibrant and yeah. it was really it reminded me so much of Memphis 
Um, and I just so recommend Liverpool. So yeah. if you do go to Blackpool, oh. go to Liverpool. Well, because the football team that I support is based out of Liverpool. So it's oh. just kind of like, I got to go. Yeah, so. you should. Yeah. And like, if you do, just, yeah, totally let me know. I, it, I really love Liverpool. It, it's one of those things, because this is kind of how I've always been. Like, people ask me, oh, you live, or you grew up in Chicago. Was it amazing? I was like, no, not really. Like, I mean, yeah. it was like every other place. But you've got <laughs> so much to do. I was like, Navy Pier gets old. The Bean get like all these. Yeah. You name off all these touristy places that people love to go, and it's like, I went to Navy Pier when I was in grade school, <laughs> and I've never been back. Mm-hmm. I've never been to the Bean. You know, like the, there's mm-hmm. some places that I go to that's like, okay, I kind of want to go. You know, yeah. But for the most part, once you get outside of there, Chicago's a very sketchy place. I've heard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's funny because even people here. They're from here. They say they've never been to Graceland. Yeah. And you think, oh, that's crazy. Because people travel all over the world to see Graceland. And yeah. the people who live here, they're like, eh, no big deal. I'm not I'm not fussed about <laughs> it. But it's the same in Bath, actually, because we've got the Roman baths. Mm-hmm. I have been before, but I was like 10. Yeah. I studied there for three years and yeah. I didn't go once. Yeah. And my mom was like, why, why wouldn't you go? It's right there. And I just thought, well, I pass it every day. I just don't think about it anymore mm-hmm. it's like part of the furniture you yeah. know you're not really looking at it yeah. anymore well, um yeah that's how when i was living out in new mexico i lived in roswell new mexico for four years and that's where like the alien crash landed <laughs> in the nice. 50s or whatever and so they've got like this museum i never went to the museum and everybody's like you got to do it at least once i'm like i've seen pictures of it and it's just like <laughs> All it is is like they've got like some recreations of some stuff like <laughs> of like an alien autopsy and like it's mm. it's like you would take a sixth grade like a young yeah like a sixth grade field trip to and they'd be impressed yeah but like being 30 years old and going in there it's like yeah i'm quite all right you know yeah. and like recently there's been talks about doing some cool stuff there and it's like that'd be great make it a little bit more interactive but when you're going in there and all you got is news clippings and <laughs> yeah. like fake alien mannequins <laughs> it is yeah. what it is no i get that that's so funny but it all that to say what when, when i do get out to the uk i want to be able to be able to say i went to the places that tourists don't usually go to yeah like no, blackpool like would be really cool and then well, where's the festival in a couple of weeks? Is it Bournemouth or... Uh, oh, Portsmouth. Portsmouth. There you go. Yeah. And, you know, just like all these... Play- and, like, I was... When I was still planning on going, uh, before I busted my knee, I'm going to see how many times I could bring that up in one podcast. <laughs> oh, but, like, I was sitting there, and they've got, like, a huge World War II memorial, like, just on... That's so funny, because actually someone was mention- mentioning that to me yeah. the other day. I think my dad also mentioned yeah. it as well, and he really wanted to go and see yeah. it. That's so funny you said that. Well, I've always had a real fascination with, like, World War II, and, like, like anytime there's a documentary, anytime there's anything, and it's just, like oh that's cool like or that a movie is, or whatever you know that is such a man thing though right because true crime is to girls yeah. what world war Two is to yeah. guys it, <laughs> i think it's just one of those things where like my grandpa was both my grandparents or well my mom's dad fought in world war Two, and i think my mm. dad's dad was in like the reserves or something like uh, yeah it, you know he didn't go i don't think he did any actual act like did anything mm. in world war that sounds mean as hell but you know it is what it is um <laughs> You know, so I don't, I don't, it's always been kind of interesting. And one of my biggest regrets is never 
talking to my grandpa about it, like his mm-hmm. experiences, but I don't think he'd ever shared it because he like if he didn't know he was a vet, he you wouldn't he wouldn't tell you. Like the right. only reason I knew is just because he's granddad. Yeah, I yeah. I knew him for let's see when did he pass away? He passed away 2019, so yeah, I knew him for over 30 years, so it's like, yeah, yeah uh, we saw some of the photos, but he'd never talk about his experiences. I hear that a lot about people that were, like, in the war mm. or in wars now. Like, yeah. They don't want to talk about it, and you just sort of think, okay, yeah. you, you don't want to pry, you yeah. know? You respect it. Also, so. just completely going off topic, you said Bournemouth and Portsmouth correctly. Nice. Because someone said the other day, Bournemouth. Yeah. Bournemouth. Portsmouth and I'm like well, no it's so funny so one of my favorite things to watch on Instagram reels and TikTok is uh, they'll do like the uh, can you pronounce these names correctly oh yeah and, like we have that out in Texas and it's I keep telling my boss I was like we gotta do this like we have some we have some like very Hispanic like it's like Hispanic or mm. English names but like with Hispanic yeah. pronunciations yeah and it's just like some of these it's like where does that come from like i mean yeah it makes sense but you know i've always thought that was really funny and i always take pride in making sure i pronounce everything correctly <laughs> there are some times where i cannot say it correctly just my tongue does not swing that way oh, yeah. or whatever <laughs> that's but it. that's it well someone said to me the other day i was playing a gig at the rock house live yeah here in memphis and he was a really lovely guy and he comes over and goes you're from the uk where are you you're from bournemouth yeah. and i just thought i don't have the heart to say no. well actually i said yeah i'm from bournemouth and he's yeah. like oh, bournemouth and I was like, oh i can't i can't correct you again it, it, it's, it's one of those things where it's like you just got to kind of pick your battles it's, and it's so like, funny yeah it, I'm, oh god i'm not offended by it at all it's it's just so sweet it's so funny yeah. <laughs> one of the places i want to go is what's the um robin hood uh where robin hood was from like that whole story uh oh no i don't know oh shit um no where is he from or where was that whole story based out of um nottingham there you go oh yeah yeah nottingham 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 yeah there you go (laughs) i was i I couldn't quite hear it in my head then when you said that i thought nottingham nottingham yeah I my, see that's a Chicago thing. Like my ings are pronounced really hard. Like I can't roll right through that one. That's well. Yeah. Someone said the other day as well. Cardiff, mm-hmm. and Cardiff. Is that yeah. really how you pronounce it? It's Cardiff. Oh, Cardiff. Okay. Yeah. Well, you said I was like, yeah. That's no, how I thought it was. It was Cardiff. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. This American American guy. He came. He came over and he said his uh, family were from Swansea, which was actually really yeah. cool. And I was like, oh, great. You know, your yeah. grandparents from there. And he goes. Um, or maybe it's it's your Cardiff. <laughs> no. Cardiff. This, even how it's spelled, it doesn't yeah. even look like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny. Yeah. Oh. It, it was so. Uh, I'll tell you. I don't think I've ever told this story. This story is quite funny. Uh, early on during the pandemic, I had this uh, one musician from the. Is, is Jersey? Consider, yeah. that's part of the UK right or, yeah Jersey I, it's like a little island yeah it's yeah. like Jersey and then and Guernsey, Guernsey. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was from Jersey and for whatever reason in my head I thought it was New Jersey like <laughs> I saw so like oh cool somebody from New Jersey sweet and then he, he was asking me about the time difference I was like it's only an hour time and he's like no I live in Jersey like oh like, so he gets that yeah so often. I was just like and so I had to go like research it and I'm like Oh, 
oh you know and then yeah so that's so funny yeah i mean i totally get that jersey i think that confused me once when i was like really young when i went there and yeah i get that well because it's one of in the states like if anybody says they're from new jersey it's like oh i'm from jersey you know they yeah. they just drop the new because you're in the states there's it's Jer- yeah. i'm from jersey I'm, <laughs> I'm a jersey boy you know like whatever it is that's so funny i love that he knew that he's like no no yeah not new jersey it's <laughs> so it, it was just quite I, I haven't talked to him in a while i need to reach back out to him but it was a, one of those deals where it's just like pandemic you know all everybody's trying to promote something and we got we got together and did that and we did a couple more podcasts after that and then i don't know it's my knowledge of the uk over the last year or three years or so it's just like prior to the pandemic it's like oh yeah london you know that's what i thought it was but (laughs) yeah oh i love that though i mean my mom did send you that map of the uk and i'm sure that helps I thought All your mom time. for after our last podcast for some reason I thought your mom was mad at me. No. And so it, we we were having that I was I thought the technical issue was on my so for everybody listening on the last pot you're not going to hear it on the episode that's released there was a issue and I that thought was it was on my end. I thought it was on my end because I was having issues with my headphones for the longest time and I'm like okay it's it's cutting out but that's my headphones like i don't know why it's doing this but it's fine and then yeah. I, so like i wasn't on my uh facebook or whatever or and your mom sent me me, message. messages yeah. me on the the live and amplified page and i don't get notifications for that yeah. like i have to physically go look yeah for i get the same in my page as yeah. well i never do and so yeah, after the podcast i'm like oh crap oh crap oh crap <laughs> she's mad at me oh no oh no, no. what did i do and no that's so funny no that was on my end and i can't remember why because i always oh i can't remember what the issue was because every time i've done a podcast with you it's been fine but i think something happened with like whatever i normally use but no it's so funny you say that because um my 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 parent my dad and my brother and i we always sort of like poke my mom about how she like messages us because we always think she's mad at us (laughs) she says why do you think i'm mad at you and like well you just you just sounded mad i don't know what it is it's the full stops and it's the whatever and like if you just put a little kiss at the end like we all know you're not mad she said i'm not mad at you why do you think that it's that and then the funniest i I wish I, i may not have it but the the every time she messages the live and amplified page she's like tom and nia tom and nia and i'm like nia can't hear you or see this <laughs> but okay yes okay oh, so funny i know trust me yeah like we always sort of make fun of her for that it's really funny but she does she doesn't understand she's like i'm just talking like as i i'm i'm messaging as i would talk and yeah. we say yeah that's true you are but Fair. it's funny because we still read it in such a <laughs> yeah. such a mad way well, i don't and, know why <laughs> and it, that's the interesting thing about just me- communicating back and forth in general because like there's definitely been times where i've sent a text message and without any context behind it it looks like i'm mad or it looks yeah. like i'm mm-hmm. being mean and i'm not you know yeah well my brother said that to me today um he sent me a message about something about where he was and i sent him a thumbs up and he's like are you okay what's wrong are you mad at me i was like no i was just i was busy doing something else i thought i don't have time to reply to this i'll just thumbs up and he thought i was angry and i i just yeah it's so funny god messaging can be such a pain i always feel bad like there's been a couple of times where my friends will get on me they'll send me this 
big long message where it's like hey we're gonna do this this and this when whenever you're in time like if i'm going somewhere they'll be like hey we're i'm thinking we'll do this friday we'll do this saturday we'll do this sunday blah blah and like a big long message and then just because i don't really have anything else to add to the conversation i'll just throw them a thumbs up <laughs> and they're like that's what i get after Ooh. writing a whole page and it's like uh-huh you just told me what we're doing this weekend but like i'm agreeing i'm yeah. agreeing like it is funny me and my dad got into a huge argument because <laughs> so like when i was uh i think what was this over christmas i think we got into a huge like i mean i guess it wasn't a huge argument but i, I, I there was something going on and i said i'm uh, i kept telling him i'm all right and he snapped at me and he was like all right is not an acceptable answer and i'm like <laughs> but it, it's adequate to where i'm at right now <laughs> and he's like well I, i'm just trying to figure i, I just want to make sure you're okay and i'm like i'm all right and you know I'd, <laughs> like I, at that point i just oh. double down and i i just kind of stay right there yeah and then like a couple hours later something happens to him like he trips or something like just something um. like kind of serious you know and i'm like yo dad you're all right and i go to help me he's like i'm all right and i'm like oh I'm all right. It's an acceptable answer oh. in this situation. He's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And I'm like, that's so, funny. you know, like I, my dad, I love my dad, but just to needle him sometimes it's so much fun. That is so funny. I mean, my, my dad, when it comes to messages, he is the original thumbs up <laughs> king, I, I suppose. Like, that's why I, my brother and I started doing it. Yeah. We would send him a whole paragraph of, like, saying yeah. something, and he would just respond with a thumbs up. <laughs> Last year, my guitar got lost by the airplane. I sent the group chat a message. I said airlines lost my guitar and my dad just throws a thumbs up <laughs> and i thought oh you're oh, testing me man but he has no idea so now my brother and i do it to him all the time <laughs> and that's how it's sort of become a thing in my family of like just sending thumbs ups all the time and oh man that's amazing i love it like especially when you got those inside jokes and it's just like yeah, it, well the thing is my dad didn't even understand it was an yeah. inside joke we were just doing it to him all the time yeah and i don't think he realized until probably recently i yeah. think my mum might have said something to him but it's <laughs> so funny. Nice, awesome. Now it's it's always fun. I, but um, so just to kind of wrap this up because I just realized uh, we were gonna go for like thirty minutes and we're already an hour in. But oh my know. gosh! Oh, we just talk. <laughs> you know, it, it's so funny because it's like that's why I like doing these in person because I can literally as long as I know that's recording, I can just ignore it and uh -huh. then it's just like, all right, let's go. But without having like on the internet, like doing them through Zoom. It's so hard because oh, it's like you got the delay to worry oh. about and I don't want to cut you off. I don't want to cut the person off. And, you know, mm. like the f conversation is a, isn't as free flowing. Yeah. Yeah. It is difficult on Zoom, especially if your connection's not very good. And like, yeah. obviously, the last time we did it, my, yeah. there was some I remember what it was, but I can't quite remember yeah. if it was the phone or the Wi-Fi or something. So, yeah. yeah, it was just one of those things because I was having issues like I was having issues on my end. And then, of course, it was New Year's Day and it was just like, oh, it, yeah, you know, it was one of those things where it was like I wanted to keep the tradition alive. But then I got up that morning and I was like, <laughs> huh something doesn't feel right today i don't know what this is but you know <laughs> you had a feeling like something like yeah. my my connection would be rubbish that, yeah. you had that feeling oh that that happened when i was doing the radio show last weekend uh, so it was saturday and like the way i have it set up right now is because i'm so afraid of doing 
the whole thing live because I like the software that I'm using. It's mm. like it's like you've got to pre- make sure you're always pressing certain buttons and you can't like you could pre-program the music, but you have to trigger them all into each song individually. Mm. So it's not like, OK, talk, talk, talk. And then we go into like a musical break where we play like four songs or whatever. Mm. What I'm trying to get it to do is to where it triggers all four songs. And that way, if I need to step away for a minute, I know I've got 12 minutes of music playing. And but right now I've got to trigger it all individually. Mm. Um, So I pre-record everything and then I set it up into an auto mode where because you it's really hard to disengage the auto mode once you start it. So if I have everything preloaded, like my talking points and all that stuff, it just goes. Hmm. And it works really well, but my hope is to get it like more live. Yeah, no, I get that. It's funny because like I I volunteer on a radio station back home, a hospital radio station, Radio Oddstock, shout out. And um, it was so funny because I told them I was on Radio Memphis tomorrow and they went, oh, our rivals. I'm like, you're in Salisbury there in Memphis. It's yeah. like not really a rival, but yeah. it's so much fun to like be with them and, and work with them. And it's been an experience, but I also wanted to try pre-recording first because yeah. I was so like, I've never done radio before except talk as a guest. I've never worked yeah. the desk ever. And I thought, yeah, if I get my own show at some point, I would feel like I would have to pre-record it because I'm yeah. too nervous to like too many things can go wrong well, and I, if you have like a producer if you have somebody there that's like that can, handling the producing yeah ask, like i mean i guess not even like producer but like it's like okay i've got five minutes to talk and you do the talking and then they're they're giving you the cues they're like okay five minutes you know two minutes whatever yeah. and they're giving you your cues that makes it so much easier because yeah. then all you have to do is focus on talking you don't have mm-hmm. to be like and next we've got mm, yeah. Janis Joplin and then you're trying to hit and that's like yeah. kind of like where the uh, yeah. time delays come in and all that stuff but exactly, it's yeah. it's a learning curve though it's fine yeah <laughs> I'm really hope like it, the country show has been good I've, I've enjoyed radio and I'm glad I got back into it because yeah. you know I stopped the I well I told you the story earlier about the rock show and the, that whole yeah. falling out but mm. Then I reached out to my buddy. I was like, what do you think about doing a country show? And he's like, well, I don't have any experience doing country. And I'm like, did you know? And I laid, uh, like I did one of these. Did you know that 90% of our podcasts are country art? You know, and I just oh kind of laid this one That's actually so cool. And he's like, really? And I was like, yeah, I could literally throw out a message on Facebook right now and probably have about 40 country musicians say, yes, where do we send the music? <laughs> you know. That's so cool. It, it's just one of those. And it's not even so much you have to be well versed in the country music because it's just like you got your skits you got your things and like ultimately i'd like to make like character like anime or like voice characters Mm. and stuff like you got billy the red you know like whatever yeah Yeah. i know what you mean so well that's good no it sounds like it's all going really well and i had a little listen and i enjoyed it it was fun I had to, because uh, you sent me pretty much every song in your catalog. You sent me every song in your catalog, and I'm like, I gotta stop playing Nia songs. Everybody's gonna think, yeah, uh, okay. Yes. I warned you of that, though. I said, Tom, I am gonna spam you with every song I've ever released. You yes. don't know what you've done. And you said, sure, go for it. Well, it was one of those things, because the, the thing was, when I was originally starting it, 
I didn't know how the the system organized everything. I thought it just kind of organized it by song title. Okay. But it organizes everything by artist name. Oh, okay. So all your songs are bunched right up against <laughs> each other. And so every once in a while, I'll be like, I just need to find eight songs. And so I'll just select a oh, batch I of eight songs. Oh, see what you mean. And then it's like all my songs. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, man, I love that. <laughs> and so it, like I was sitting there and I would do like a dry run through of the episode. Like I'll listen to a little bit of each of the songs. And I'm like listening to one of your songs and i'm like okay that's cool and then like two minutes later another one of your songs pops up i'm like oh no oh no we can't do like can't do this can't do this oh no oh no but yeah no it's all good oh it it was just because you know it that was always my concern early on it and i'm i don't think you have the same issue at the hospital radio show because you're playing more nationally known artists correct or are you playing some well, uh, how it works really is because uh, it's a volunteer station. We yeah. can pretty much play whatever we want, okay. which is really nice. So when it comes to country songs, like I, I'll just play whatever. Whether okay. it might be Dolly Parton, everyone knows her, but then yeah. I like to play like sort of people like Riley Roth, and yeah. she's unknown and yeah. all that kind of thing. So yeah, we we're very uh, free to play whatever we like because it's a volunteer yeah. station. It's a yeah. charity station yeah. for the hospice. I am. I'm going to ask you a question or a favor let me know how the ASCAP shows up for because the reason I picked the platform that we do is because under my the monthly payment that I make our ASCAP fees are covered under that and I'm never have really had to deal with like ASCAP in general so mm-hmm. I, I, if if you see something like if you see oh mixed cl- you know something pop up when you get your ASCAP checks what is that oh. every Quarter. Okay, yeah, I see what... Yeah, every quarter, I Yeah, think. every quarter, so... Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, no, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for that. Because, you know, it's always one of those things I like to educate musicians that aren't really... Th- so, yeah. like, when I'm going through something, I'm kind of going through a learning curve at this point, like how ASCAP and BMI, how they all but operate. But, like, so I'm not saying I have to ASCAP, but it's, I got PRS. Okay, so, yeah. Is probably. that, like, the same thing, but that's, like, the yeah. American one? Yeah, so gotcha. in America, it's... ASCAP and BMI are yeah. the two big ones. Yeah, and then for us, it's PRS yeah. and PPL, but PPL is more if you're a musician playing on a song. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah makes sense. So cool. that'd be interesting because I'm, I'm really curious to see if they're actually covering our fees. or Yeah, yeah so. that would be interesting. No, yeah. I'll, I'll have, keep a lookout for that. Nice, awesome. So we're going to wrap this podcast up, <laughs> but I'm going to ask you one very serious question. Okay. When are you moving to Memphis? <gasps> I hope soon. I, you know, I'm really thinking about it. I really want to come out here for like a year. Yeah. I'm thinking, I don't know. I haven't even like mentioned anything to my parents. I'm, I'm hoping next year. I would love to just yeah. like for a brief stint. Yeah. That'd be really fun. Well, that's the thing about America. Cause what is it? You could stay here six months without a visa. Like, no, I think it's three months. Three months. Okay. Um, yeah. And In the, Americans coming into the UK, I think it's six months. Oh, right. And then yeah. if you get a work visa, you could be out here for a year. But yeah, yeah so I, that's what I would like to do, really. I really, and I've been really like considering it for the past yeah. eight months because, yeah. as I said, like I feel I get on so much better here yeah. as a musician. Yeah. It, it flows better for me. And I think it would be a better experience. Like, even if you came out here with just your passport and it was like you stayed here for three months, like you mm. saved up, you stayed here for three months, whether it's like, yeah april major you know like whenever it is and just kind of put yourself in a better situation than staying in a 
hotel room, like mm. get an Airbnb. You know, well, I mean, obviously yeah. Memphis, you got to be careful with the Airbnbs and, <laughs> yeah, and Airbnbs. just in general. I remember you told me that story. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've yeah. been in similar situations where, <laughs> yeah. I, first time I went to Nashville, I stayed in an Airbnb because a PR agent uh, asked me to come out and do a podcast with their uh, with a uh, a group or whatever. I was like, okay. Well, I'm going to get an Airbnb. We'll do the podcast there. And then I'm going to bring in some other musicians. She's like, cool. Let me know where the Airbnb is and we'll get it set up. And I'd never been to Nashville. And everybody was like, oh, you know, like pretty much anywhere in Nashville school. And I, I pl- stayed in this place called Antioch. And I told the, the PR person that I was like, oh, I'm in Antioch. Here's the address. She's like, wait, what? You're in Antioch? And I'm like, yeah, why? What's wrong? that's like the murder capital of nashville and i'm like wait what what she's like yeah and she started showing me all this stuff and i'm like i'm from south chicago i'm not worried about any of this Uh. like like she's showing me all these things about where murders have happened and i'm like chicago three people die every day like by gun violence three people die every day in chicago and Mm. she's like well it, it, it let let me know where you're at when you get there and just tell me if it looks like a nice place and i was like in like a little subdivision it was like a, a town or like a subdivision or whatever and it was fine it was hmm. older but it, you know it was, it, it was what, what it was what it was and she's like okay well i'll tell them but if they don't show up that's why and i'm like okay cool <laughs> and so it's like I'm going to go all the way to Nashville for one freaking podcast and then they're, they're not going to show up. That'd that, be so bad. Did they but show up? they ended up showing up. That's it, good. it wasn't bad. You know, it, it's just one of those things where I don't think the PR person stayed in Nashville mm. and she just heard stories about this area. Yeah. And I'm like, you're going to have that everywhere. Like That's true. Yeah. You know, I'm, get I'm the sure there's parts everywhere. of the UK where it's like, yeah, oh, I'll probably yeah. stay away from there. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, definitely. That's so funny, though. I mean, that's the thing, because I was looking at Airbnbs this time, yeah. but I swear Airbnbs are just as expensive as hotels. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, like, ridiculous. But because my brother's here, we're able to split everything. So yeah. it's like... It works out all right, but yeah. yeah, just trying to figure out where to stay now. Airbnbs used to be like a good, yeah. well, cheap thing. Th- that that's the like. It's not so much the hotels that'll hurt you, and like I guess this place isn't so bad because you got like the continental breakfast and whatnot. And yeah, what. and also it's kind of why I say off peak. It, it's yeah. not the summer. Yeah, and the summer was very expensive. Oh yeah, for sure. And <laughs> so, you know, just like what's gonna kill you is the the food, like because you're. I mean, I don't know if you've got the little kitchen thing like I do oh, here. Yeah. yeah, but like that helps. Like you can go get like microwavable stuff, and it's yeah. really not that bad. So yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty funny because the way I've sort of worked it before is okay. I'll play a gig, and people are very lovely. They yeah. tip, and then I use that for my food. Yeah, I'm like that. That'll do me fine, and it, it kind of has worked out actually. Like because people have been you know very sweet and generous, and I can use that for two days. But yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, the food, but actually also Uber rides as well because oh, yeah. I haven't been Ubering this time because I've had a rental car. Yeah. But rental cars aren't cheap either here. But they're a lot cheap. So last year I think uh, they were like okay, I could be wrong. It was a grand to two grand for a week yeah yeah and yeah, that was yeah. insane this time it was like 200 okay. pounds okay so they've, they've come down a little bit because it's come down yeah yeah the, that was the issue my dad so my dad lives in south florida and my sister lives up in indiana 
And he tries to go up there like every other month because my sister just had a kid back in uh, August. Mm, yeah. And so he's trying to, you know, be a proactive grandfather since mm. mom's not around. You know, so mm. he's trying to get up there as much as he can. But when the baby was like first born, like when my sister was getting into the later parts of her pregnancy and then uh, baby was first born, it was right around that time. Mm. And he was like. I can't afford to keep running a car every time I come up there and I don't want to take your grand because I've still got a grandma that lives up there and he's like I just don't want to take your grandma's car because then she's not going to have a car you know but my grandma's like 92 and she doesn't oh, okay. really drive so it's like dad Wouldn't you're just kind of making deal, that yeah. yeah but you know like the whole point of the story was he was like yeah I'll go up there for like three days and it'll cost you like six seven hundred dollars yeah. for three days and I'm like I know oh, yeah that's how it was yeah like last year so we didn't we just ubered it everywhere but uber also very expensive now used to be very cheap now like that's ridiculous too so yeah it's like just trying to juggle everything and try to find the cheapest one but and also depends what type of time of year you go obviously but i've never taken an uber it's just one of those things where it's like yeah i'm good like i'd rather be able to take my car like i'm the same like last year i really didn't like not having a car because yeah. I like to know that I can just get out of a situation yeah. if I need to straight away yeah, and not wait 10 minutes for an Uber. <laughs> that's the whole thing is it's like whenever I go up north my dad's like what like this trip he's like why don't you just fly and I was like yeah but I want to be able to leave like if <laughs> yeah. if grandma starts getting on me or you and grandma start going at you know like just <laughs> like my uh-huh. grandma's at that age where she's just going to tell you how she feels like uh-huh. she's not going to sugarcoat it she's yeah. 90, 92 i think she's like 92 wow and so she's just like tom you're not married you're, you're 35 <laughs> you're not married you know she, she'll lay into me and oh, it's just like oh god you know what thanks grandma i appreciate it and then i walk out yeah and then like her and my dad get into it and then he's like he walks out and so it's just like this weird thing it's like the domino having, effect yeah. ha- ha- having your car is the best peace of mind i've ever had like when yeah. i go when i was in school going to house parties or going out to the bar everybody walked everywhere took taxis but i always took my car yeah. like i I drank, but I wasn't, like, getting blackout drunk and all that stuff. Like, I'd go have a beer or two, and then when I got home, that's when I would drink. Mm. But, you know, we'd go out, and, like, there would be a fight breakout, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go get in my car, and I'm going to leave. Yeah. I'm good. And then, like, my friends, would they would pile in or whatever, but that's fine. But, like, just being able to be like, yeah, I'm going to leave, and I'm going to be home in 10 minutes. Yeah. You guys are going to leave. And you're going to be home in an hour. Have fun. You know? So. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I'm exactly the same way. I just like, no, I can leave the situation. And last year was a bit oh, funny with yeah. needing to leave. And I had to wait five minutes for an Uber. So. <laughs> yeah. That, that, when we went out to Beale Street that one night, I was sitting there. I was just like, there was a couple of situations where I'm like, I'm a little uncomfortable right now, but... <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna hang out for a bit and then i left and then you and i or you and i had started walking out and yeah. you're like oh crap i gotta get an uber and i'm like 
I'll just take you home. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal. Like, that was such a funny night. That was so, like, out of my comfort zone in every way because, yeah. you know, of course I've been to Beale Street, but I've only ever gone there, like, with my brother. Yeah. And that guy, Mike, who we yeah. were with, I only met him, like, the week before. Yeah. And I met him once, and he's such a lovely guy. Yeah. He was like, you need some real food, like, barbecue and catfish. Yeah. And I just thought, that is so funny. He just wanted us to, like, listen to the blues, and he spends yeah. pretty much every night on Beale. Yeah. He just loves the music. Yeah. And, of course, you were in town. I thought, sure, like, obviously come yeah. along with us. And then it was so packed and yeah. so busy. And I thought, this is so out of my comfort zone in every way. And I absolutely love it. It's so it, funny. It was fun. And then it's such uh, a funny story. Who was the other guy that just randomly oh, showed up? Uh, Oh my God, Jason or Justin, J- Jason, I think yeah. his name is, uh, Jason or Justin, I can't, yeah, because I met him at South Main Sounds, he's a really cool guy, yeah. and I thought, oh, come along, he's like, sure, <laughs> okay, was, met him for the first time yesterday. <laughs> it was like this weird hodgepodge of yeah, people. It was so funny, because you got like, <laughs> you three, and then me, <laughs> yep. and it was so funny, and it was just such a, it was such an experience, and he had Blind Mississippi Morris, Yeah, I remember that, because he yeah. still plays down at Blood. Yeah. Is it Bluff City or Blue yeah. City and on Beale and he's so cool and shreds the harmonica and blind after, guy just wow after we left there I looked him up I was like holy crap that like the fact that I got to say that I saw him play live it was like okay like oh, you know yeah, it, it was just that. one of those things like I just kind of looked up and see like and that's the cool thing about Memphis just in general is you'll just see those people mm-hmm. those, or well not those people those types of people just mm. playing like yeah people that have sat in with bb Kent, you know just like mm. name any big blues musician and i guarantee you yeah. you walk down beale street three musicians that have played with him are playing yeah. right now you know that's the cool thing i know i love it and yeah he was so cool and i remember mike saying oh man he's like a big deal and yeah. he was there with his entourage and yeah. it was so funny and I, yeah it was a, it was a good funny night <laughs> for I, sure i grew a real appreciation for like so when i'm when I was down in Florida after I busted my knee up, um, I, uh, my dad sat down, we were watching a movie. We we're kind of got in this habit of watching a new movie every night. Hmm. And one night my dad was like, Oh, we should watch Elvis, the, the, the yeah. new Elvis biopic. It's like, okay, that's cool. You know? Cause like, I mean, I'm not the biggest Elvis fan in the world, but mm-hmm. I know who he is. I respect yeah. what he did. And he turns it on. And then like all these shots of like Beale street from back yeah. in the day. And I'm like, this is what Beale Street used to be. Like, yeah. that's wild. And then, like, I just start thinking back about my experience on Beale Street. And I'm like, I think I'd have rather just kind of, like, just, yeah. So. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's so cool to see how it was all those years ago, for sure. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's good times. But mm. anyways, so Memphis, that, that'll happen here eventually, I'm sure. So <laughs> to go back to the original question that I asked. Um, but yeah, so as we kind of start wrapping this up, it's always a blast chatting with you. And, you know, anytime you're in town, anytime you got something going on, you know, always welcome. We're like, we're always working on something. So yeah, thank you. Thanks for speaking with me again and for meeting me in Memphis. So yes. cool to see you again. Yeah. I, hopefully next time I will not have to go through Mississippi. Like, let's, oh, yeah. that was so bad. <laughs> but anyway, so it, it was an absolute blast chatting with you. Uh, if anybody doesn't know where to find you online, on the socials, where can they find you? I'm on everything. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and it's all Nia Nichols, N-I-A. 
Nichols with two L's. Um, I've also started up my Patreon. I, I'm not very active on that at the moment, but like if you want to just donate, then nice. you can go to my Patreon. It's yeah. Nia Nichols or Nia Nichols 3. It's one of them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and also Spotify, obviously. Nice. Stream me on Spotify. I still have all your Patreon packages. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's sitting there. It was, it, that that was such a funny situation because I just got, like, my mom, like, that was during everything with my yeah. mom. And I I kind of forgot, like, I had gotten the first package before I left. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And that's what all I thought I was getting. Like, I, I subscribed for, like, what, what were you doing? Three months for the school year yeah. or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. And... I had signed up and I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, that's like, that's cool. I'm all about supporting. And I got the package. I was like, okay, cool. And I thought that's what I was getting. And then I come back and there's like three or four more packages yeah. sitting in my mailbox. And I'm like, wait, what? And it, yeah. So it's, that was so funny. Yeah. yeah, I know. I kind of uh, like burnt myself out with how much I realized I had to do. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun though. And that was for, that wasn't for attached. What was that? This will forever hold my peace. Yeah. yeah. For the photo shoot and the video for that. And yeah, people were so kind and they all signed up and that's the thing. I didn't expect people cause I had three tiers. I had like yeah. the first two pound, then I had five pound, then I had 15 pound and the yeah. 15 pound one, I think is what you signed yeah. up for. Yeah. And that was the lyric sheet. Yeah. And I thought maybe two or three people will sign up to that. Yeah. 20 people signed up to that and i thought wow i've got some like loyal supporters here yeah. that's amazing but my hand was like shaking by the end of it because i was writing handwriting these well, lyrics because when i saw a lyric sheet on there i didn't even like comprehend what that really meant like i just thought <laughs> okay cool you know like yeah. i thought maybe it was like notes and that like yeah, an actual no. like handwritten lyric sheet like because you know a lot of music not to extend out this podcast any longer but you know <laughs> we're on the topic you know a lot of musicians they'll have like that book or whatever and it's yeah. like oh yeah. i've got this idea for a song black yeah. couch cool you know mm -hmm. and they write and that's kind of what i thought it was going to be and then you send it to me and i'm like oh these are like lyric sheets and uh -huh. like i guess i didn't know comp yeah. fully comprehend what was going on but yeah. yeah so oh it was so funny i mean it's so nice to have that many people sign up and i learned my lesson because i look i researched a lot about the artists yeah. after that and i just noticed that people don't do stuff like that yeah. you got to keep it minimal yeah. so if you get a lot of people signing up you're not going to be spending 24 hours a day seven yes. days a week doing it yeah um so yeah like it was so much fun to do and i raised the money for it and people are so kind and i've restarted a patreon but it's definitely scaled back so for sure you that, know just check it out and you know subscribe it'd be yeah, great for sure for sure <laughs> and then uh hopefully uh next time you're out here we'll get you out to texas yes right? that, that's a big conversation we've been having all day yeah you know it that whole thing is just so much fun it's on the river it it's like small town america like mm. it, you, the drive out there like it's so funny because when i first went out there i was like wait a minute where am i going because you're you're you go into like new Braunfels, which is like a suburb of san antonio and then it's on the river but you have to drive down the river to get to the where the campsite is and i'm sitting there and i'm driving and i'm going through like little windy roads and all this stuff and i'm like this is really cool but this is also kind of sketchy like mm. you know because there's really 
nothing out there but campgrounds yeah. but you know <laughs> so it, it oh, but it's like really cool I, th- I think you'll have a good time if yeah. we can get you out there so oh definitely yeah that'll be so much fun awesome awesome well once again thank you so much for hanging out with us who is oh that's twitch telling me people are going live cool. <laughs> uh, but once again thank you it's been an absolute blast and i can't believe after all these podcasts we can still go an hour and a half an hour and a half oh my god man <laughs> that's so funny it's you know because you get to that point where it's like oh what the hell are we gonna talk about you know i know Cause, well because you asked me at the beginning have you got anything new you're yeah. gonna release and i'm like oh no no so, but you know and this is where the podcast kind of hits its stride because it's like we just talk like we don't have to hit any points yeah it's just, just a talk. nice conversation. Yeah. Oh, it's been fun, and thank you again for having me. Yep, absolutely. Awesome. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, if you want to support Live and Amplified, liveandamplified.net is our website. You can get all our socials. If you want to check out the Hoedown Showdown, it's available there as well. And then, of course, ev- when I get around to writing articles, it's there as well. I've been a little bit more proactive, but, you know, it's when the mood strikes. So, <laughs> once again, thank you all so much. Nia, thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we will catch you all later. Thank you. Cool.